Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Google podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 213. Welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, muggy, hot Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> but so glad to be out here with you all again. Again, I, I, I hope you all are doing well, wherever you're listening from, whatever day it is, whatever time it is. Hope you're doing really, really great. Hope you've had an awesome day. Hey, uh, a routine, uh, just one of these things that I, I've started to pick up over the last little bit. I went through a period of time where where I, I, I decided that you know I was not going to read massive chunks of scripture like I had in the past. And I actually decided I was going to stop studying for a while. I was just going to read through a couple of verses at a time and reflect. And that, that was a, a really beautiful season. Actually, this podcast was launched out of that season. And uh, so I've been doing that for quite a while. And recently I made a transition probably over the last eight months, probably since we moved to Phoenix, to start studying books again. So I've, I've been in the book of Judges, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but it's been a, a fascinating study. So here's a recommendation just for you to kind of take some next steps in your journey as you grow and you study the Word of God, study the Bible, is find uh, a commentary. Find a book of the Bible that you really want to wrestle with struggle through that kind of thing uh, or just learn from and so I just decided I wanted to study through the book of Judges I've studied through it before in the past but I wanted to kind of refresh on it decided to want to uh, study the book of uh, Judges so I just went on Google I went in and, and, and searched what were the best commentary uh, commentaries on Judges and I kind of read through you can kind of read through the reviews and see which one kind of fits you went on Amazon ordered it I think it was like 15 bucks sometimes or a lot more expensive you know they can get up into 30 40 50 and way more expensive than that but um, but you can kind of see and basically what I do is I read a chapter in the in scripture I just kind of go through and I kind of as I read through it I go wow this is really important stood out to me kind of highlight it write my own little notes and then what I do is I go and I study or I read the commentary so the commentary is going to give you a lot of the hermeneutical process that goes into kind of understanding, unpacking scripture. That's place, time, context, you know, like what does it mean to be a Jew and what is that, how does that impact? What is it, what's a king and what, why is that important and judges and, and what are prophets? And, And they just dig into all these different nuances. They they, you know, I'm in the Old Testament, so they're pulling a lot of New Testament in. And, and so it's really, really helpful. I know what I just said was like, okay, dude, that's way too much. But actually, it's really helpful. Um, and there's a couple, like, if, you, if you're wanting to kind of get after it as far as New Testament is concerned, N.T. Wright, who's one of my favorite commentators, he's got something called the, I think it's called like the Everyday Commentary or something like that. Everyday Bible, something like that. And his commentaries are really great. They're, they're not super heady. They're not overwhelmingly long. But they give, you a re- they give you that extra depth of context, extra depth of understanding. So for some of you who've been listening to this podcast for a good long time, awesome, so glad, uh, take that next step. Dig in a little bit deeper. Start to unpack it for yourself and start to grow a little bit. And uh, the Gospels are a great place to start. And again, and I think it's everyday commentary, something like that. Um, N.T. Wright is a great, great commentator. 
that you can go in. He's written it specifically for people who are trying to figure out that next step. So anyway, just a suggestion. It's been so good for me, and it's honestly helped me pull out a lot of the verses that I'm currently going with going through uh, over the last few months uh, with all, with us all. So um, thanks again for all of you who listen. Thanks for those of you who give on monthly on Patreon and those of you who have kind of give one-time gifts through Venmo. Thank you. Thank you. Really, really appreciate it. And then all of you who continue to buy the devotional, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Our passage for today, James 4.10. The book of James, again, if we want a good one to study, book of James is really good, very practical, straightforward. This is the brother of Jesus. And so he, he's very straightforward in, in what he's presenting uh, to us and to those who he's writing to. And so James 4.10 says this, Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Um, this, the last two weeks, I have got my butt absolutely handed to me, which is a, it's a good thing for me, but it's a very humbling, hard thing for me. I, I decided I, st- I, I was going to do, and I talked a little bit about it, but I was going to do some excavating work on my backyard, some landscaping work, some grading work that um, I was going to do. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to pay somebody six grand to come in and do this. I can figure it out on my own. I can probably do it for a grand. So I start, you know, getting the wheelbarrows. I get all the rentals from rototillers and sod rollers and all these different things to get after this thing. I bought, got a, rented a laser, a rotary laser to be able to map it out. I met a guy and he showed me how to do it. And so I just went after it and went out and, and did it. I got about two days into it and realized, I mean, it's hot out here like 110 hot and I'm in the sun and I'm doing this thing all by myself and I realize I have made a very very bad mistake and so I invite Cooper's friends I pay them to do it I invite the neighborhood kids I'm paying them to do it here I have children in my backyard like moving dirt and helping lay sod relay sod and and level this thing out I was so exhausted it humbled me to my core and, and it honestly, for me, was pretty discouraging. It set me off for a couple of days. I was just in a bad mood because I I, I've not been that guy. I've not been the guy who ran out of energy. I could just always go, and it shut me down. Shut me down. I mean, even last night. I finished it last night. I, I couldn't even move yesterday. I was just so exhausted. I stayed on the couch. I watched a couple movies with the kids, and I just, like, went to bed. I was so wiped out. It was so humbling for me. And... It's interesting, the study in Judges that I'm in is continuing to help me understand how pride just destroys a nation. You know, talking about the people of Israel, and it just destroys a nation. And uh, I was, I've been studying the, uh, towards the end there, and uh, gets to Samson. Many of you know that story about Samson. So, you know, Samson, you know, God calls him. You know, his mother, it kind of is like his own miracle story. Mother is barren, can't have a child. And then God, you know, says, hey, you're going to have a child. So she has Samson. And Samson's big and strong and strapping, and he's got all these plans and and, uh, you know, he, he just continues to prove his manhood by doing all these very manly things. And everyone looks at him like, wow, this is our dude, man. He's, he's the best. And one of the famous stories that we've probably all heard of is uh, he, he kills like a thousand Philistines 
uh, with a jawbone, like literally just lights them up, kills them all with a, with a jawbone. And then kind of walks back and going like, I just destroyed all these men with a jawbone. But here's what happened on his journey back. He like, he's, he feels like he's going to die. He calls to God. He like, it's the, I think it's the first time that it's one of the only times that Samson asks God for help, which is interesting to me. And it was because he didn't have water. He was so thirsty from this battle that he had fought with his jawbone, right? Which is an unbelievable feat. But as he's on his way back to town, you know, living in the victory of everything he's done, he doesn't have water. And he begs God for water. And he's like, I'm going to die if I don't have water. And it struck me. Like, I just, I, 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 put, I put the Bible down. I put my commentary down. And I was like, that's crazy. Homeboy just killed a thousand dudes with a jawbone. And he's like begging God to save his life because he needs water. He needs water, this thing that seems so insignificant, but he's going to die and he's asking God for help. I started thinking about all of us and how powerful we think we are, right? You know, all our plans, all of our, you know, utilitarian ladders that we're trying to climb, all the titles we're trying to get, all the wealth we're trying to amass, all the popularity we're trying to get. And in a microorganism comes in and just shuts down the world. I mean, shuts down the world. It exposes us for how really fragile we are. And and for so many of you, I know COVID's been very difficult. And so I'm not trying to make light of it. What I am trying to say is we need to start learning to humble ourselves because the reality is this. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how powerful you are without water or food or sleep. You die without air in your lungs, which so many people died as a result of not having air, enough air in their lungs as a result of COVID. They died and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter all that we've done to amass whatever. Like it can wipe us out. And here you have this strongest man, you know, kind of in scripture. At least known for that. And and he's begging God for water because he's going to die. And it, it just struck me so, one, I was so struck by me personally. I was going, how often do I just think of myself as being so smart, so strong, so intuitive, right? Like so strategic. And without water for a few days, I'm dead. Like that's a humbling reality to come to. And I think we all need to come to that. So I found myself kind of repenting through that idea. And this passage, this passage in James came to me. And I remember it because as a kid, we used to sing a song going, humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Um, and we used to sing that over and over again. And so that came into my mind as I was kind of journaling through some of the things I was learning. I thought, wow, that's it. It's so simple, but so real. We are a helpless people. Hey, listen, it's okay. We're helpless. You're helpless. <laughs> you really are. And God is infinite in power. He's sovereign and sufficient. He's self-sufficient. He needs nothing from us. And he's powerful. And, and so I, 
I started working through like, what does it look like to start living my life this way? To realize in my mind, in my body, in my soul, I think I'm Samson. Like I'm going to destroy everybody, take it all down. But in reality, I'm just such a helpless little stupid sheep. And I don't mean stupid in, in a demeaning way. I mean in light of who God is. I'm just a, a just a stupid sheep who needs a shepherd to guide and to lead me. And what would it look like for me to wake up every day? What would it look like for you to wake up every day and just humble yourself? It doesn't matter what car you're getting into, what house you live in, what cappuccino machine you dial in in the morning. It does not matter. We all, every single one of us, every human being needs to humble themselves in the sight of the Lord. Because here's the real truth, and this is so overwhelming. Here's the real truth. If we can't humble ourselves, we will never believe that we are in need of saving. We will never believe that we are. If, if, we, if we can't humble ourselves on a daily basis, how will we ever recognize that we need grace, his grace, that it's sufficient how will we ever come to grips with the fact that we do not earn his salvation, right? That we have not earned a ticket to be in the presence of God, to stand before him. We've not done anything, Ephesians says, nothing, so that no one can boast. What it's saying is humble yourself in light of God's grace and his mercy. And Jesus' coming to us was a sign that we were desperate. And there was no help and there was no hope because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of life is Jesus Christ coming to us. <laughs> and what will happen when we humble ourselves? He exalts us. The one who provides for everything exalts us, lifts us up because it's who he is is but he's waiting for you and i to humble ourselves because our exaltation will be the declaration that jesus is king that he is the king that we are not and he's in charge of it all and we are not and we are helpless people in need of a powerful loving savior so the question is this how are you currently humbling yourself in the sight of the lord god you're high and lifted up we bring you all the glory all the honor and all the praise to you alone it belongs so take a breath reflect <laughs>